Yang, pineapple ting, pineapple ting, hey, hey, it's summer things, it's summer things, no way, it's femma things, it's femma things, hey, hey, I like to hang, I like to hang, hey, hi, and get high on knowledge today. You know my friend, you my enemy. 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 They mad that I got this far, did a whole lot with one big song. Really trying to play these cards, use my clout and jack they brawl. How to hit them with the flex, how to show them what's next. Kick rocks, nigga. Kick rocks, nigga. Young boy, dip set him. Bang with me. Got a whole team. Can't stand with me. And this is milking. No, 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 bro, bro, bro. No, no, bro, bro. <laughs> no, Dalton, bro, bro. No, man, no. <laughs> and then, wait, what's Ola? Ola was good. I forgot. Wait, my impression of, I forgot my impression of Ola. She's like, no, dead ass. Like, no, like, why is everyone stupid? <laughs> Bro, why is everyone stupid? Kiara's is. Uh, you're, a clown. Kidding, you're a clown. <laughs> you're a clown. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're back, Sparkle. What's up? We're Hi, back, everyone. we're back, we're back. It's been antics. We missed y'all. We did. I missed everyone. I was getting a lot of sleep, so like. That's good. No complaining. But. Yeah, real talk. Um, so what brings us back for this special mini summer, spend a summer episode? So. A lot has happened in a couple weeks. A lot of very political things that have upset a lot of people. People have mixed feelings about it. And also, um, well, yeah, going into that also, just a certain gender has committed a lot of stupidity. We <laughs> kind of want to talk about it. but uh, Men yeah, suck. Men. <laughs> Not all of you, but a big majority. Men suck. I think I feel fine with saying that. We are the two dope queens. Same. <laughs> I just feel like there's a small percentage of people that are like. So basically, okay, cool. um, we'll start with like Alabama, but also like I think the worst one is definitely us and like our own state. So uh, not only abortions will be illegal for the first time since Roe v. Wade, Missouri's not going to have any abortion clinics, um, but miscarriages are also considered a felony or a, a crime, which is people can be held accountable for second degree murder if they're found to be like in. Uh, direct like result of their miscarriage and one of the things that I think is like just more evident of the fact that it was made by men is that men don't understand female reproduction they do not and this law was made by men who genuinely believe that like abortions happen after birth and that miscarriages happen like four months into the pregnancy because the mother has done something or like eight months into the pregnancy because the mother was negligent when miscarriages are extremely common and miscarriages are often really early on in pregnancy that's why people don't say they're pregnant for the first like three months because miscarriages are so common and we're get like it makes no sense to criminalize someone for that because often when people have miscarriages they don't want to have miscarriages that's like you lost your baby and you're going to go and investigate them for something that they've done just because no one in our government understands what a vagina is. Like none of it makes (laughs) sense. And like, just imagine a woman like possibly mourning having a miscarriage and then having them try to come to her and interrogate her. And I don't even know what the process would actually look like. It's going to look stupid. (laughs) 
<laughs> it has to look stupid. This is her body. It's something that happened to her. I don't... Are men mad because they can't have babies? Like, I want to know Like, I just... None it of it... Is. Like, it's just a matter of, because you're a woman, your purpose is to give birth to a child, and you don't have a right to deny yourself that. Yeah. And I think, like, people want to get rid of birth control. People want to get rid of sex education. Like, none of this is sustainable, and everyone's going to get pregnant. Like, if... And then you're not going to give them any sort of options. And, like, I saw that video of Donald Trump at his rally, I think it was in Pennsylvania, when he was describing, like, he was trying to describe abortion. And this man, our commander-in-chief of our country, gets up there and he's like, the doctor and the mother, like, deliver the baby, and they wrap the baby beautifully, and they care for the baby, and then the doctor decides to execute the baby. And I was like, what, what? in God's name has happened? Like, that's never a thing that happens. Late-term abortions are extremely rare, and there's only a certain number of places in the country that you can get them. And whenever late-term abortions occur legally, yeah. it's because the baby is probably either dead or dying. Very rarely, if you can't elect to have an abortion the day before your due date, by the time that your baby is a full-grown baby. And even, and they're saying, like, you have to, it's not your body. It's not, like, it's not your body. It's not your choice. It's your baby's body. You can't make that choice. If Sparkle and I were in, like, a car accident and say, like, I needed like, her to donate blood to me in order to live, no one, still no one can force you to donate Mm -hmm. blood to me. Like, even if it's easy, like, no one can force you to do that. And if, say, like, you're in danger, say, like, I need a heart transplant, like, and your heart would save me, no one can force you to give your heart to me because, like, that's your body. And even though it's like, oh, it's not your body, it's, like, my body you'd be saving, but it's still your body that, like, you deserve to have any kind of agency over. It reminds me of, for philosophy, we talked about this, like, abortion was a big topic this year. Well, every year, I imagine they talk about it. And, like, the example you gave was similar to, say, like, you wake up one day and, like, your bodily fluids are being attached to a violinist. And, like, you don't have to stay attached to them, but it'd be nice if you did for nine months to keep them alive. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the end of the day, your organs are your organs, your body's your body, and they can't force you to, like, stay attached to them to keep them alive. And, like... It's the same case with, like, the baby. Yes, it's such a beautiful thing to think, oh, there's new life coming into the world. We should just let it be here. Forget about what the woman wants. It's about the baby coming here. But still, you have to think, okay, there could be complications with the birth, things like that, even, like, along the way, miscarriages and stuff like that. And you're going to endanger her and her body just so that you can have this illusion this vision that you have in your head that all life should just be yes all life should be respected by all means but at a certain point you have to prioritize certain things such as the current life that's already here not not to be rude but like a clump of cells that aren't like fully developed yet into being or even remotely developed exactly like you know when someone's brain dead we have the right to unplug them because they're legally dead yeah even though they have a heartbeat Like, a heartbeat does not signify life. Like, there's no life there. And what bothers me the most out of any of this is the people who say that they're pro-life, quote-unquote pro-life, are not pro-life. They're pro-birth. They're pro, like, baby, fetus, whatever. But it's those same legislators that are, you know, not going to be pro-life for that baby if it's gay or black or, like, 
poor or addicted or a felon. Like, these are the same people who are putting kids in cages. They don't respect life that's already here. That are saying they're Mm pro-life. And if you're going to make that woman birth that baby and then throw that baby in a cage or in conversion therapy or in... Deny them their rights. Yeah. Everything. Then you can't ever call yourself pro-life. That's so horribly misleading. And I hate men. I just I do. just don't know why they have so much power with pen and paper. I th- If this was Game of Thrones, everyone... <laughs> All our problems would be solved. <laughs> I put Jon Snow, Ramsey, all of your... Okay. Sparkle's really into Game of Thrones. So anyway, I thought that a way that we could commemorate this um, is talking about our own power as the um, women that we are running our own little podcasting empire here. Um, and we should both tell stories. Of, over the world. Yeah, we are. We are. This is our kingdom. Um, we should tell stories of stupid men in our lives. Amen. Um, a personal one of my favorites is when our white Caucasian white male friend who is white told us how we could make our show something people would actually want to listen to Hmm. and he was like i know everything about this show uh fun fact he has never listened to this show (laughs) we definitely know that because he would not like the show if he He listened to it (laughs) and he goes yeah i know exactly how to make it better people don't want to listen to people talk about like new york versus chicago he says that's not a real rivalry what i just want all the new yorkers and the chicagoans to sit and think about the stupidity that we're telling you we've heard and just how much it burned our ears to hear it from him. And he knows nothing. Like, Zach will tell us ways that we can improve our platform. Thank and you. Zach... Zach will research. Zach, Zach literally researched ways. Zach way also built his own platform for himself and actually has information that can help us. Whereas our white Caucasian white male friend who is white just wanted... <laughs> Just (laughs) wanted to, like, show us how much he knows and put us down and tell us we're doing everything wrong. And what made it even worse, you guys? You know, I'm really into food. I gave gave Emma my ID. She left unwrapped to go get me ice cream, and it was a good hour before I saw her again. I want you guys to know, I was ready to break up Spemma. I was ready to leave until she told me what happened, and it was him. He held her hostage. And then when I when I brought it up to him, this was during Spemma's sticker sales, he lied to my face and said, Emma held him hostage. Why on this beautiful green earth would Emma hold you hostage for any information about anything? You Especially know Spemma. nothing about my podcast. You haven't listened to a single episode. So I told him, just get a sticker and go. All right. And that's the last time we've heard from our, our white Caucasian male yeah, friend. Yeah, every time white. I see him, I, like, I don't acknowledge him. And he's starting, he's starting to get really mad. He's like, do you prefer to be called Sparkle or Tway? Like, because I said both and you didn't respond. And in my head, I'm just like, I just don't want to respond to you. Not the name. But. It's the name that's the problem. <laughs> All right. Um. You guys right. can start calling me Toy, by the way, if you see me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, there's one stupid man story and how, how stupid men are stupid. You yeah. want to tell yours of... Uh, yeah. What, what's the first one I put? You put Guy and Umrath first. Right. Okay. So this is the first week of school in the fall. And um, I already had, like, two friends on my floor because we were in a pre together. And 
We went to go. Yeah. Were you in her Yeah. That's how we know each other. Our friend Ava's in the room. Hey. Yeah. And Portia's <laughs> knitting. Portia's knitting a hat. She's prepping for the winter. We're in my dining room. Winter's we had a coming. change of scenery. It's really pretty in here. And <laughs> what happened? Okay. So we were meeting to talk about that whole like book thing. Right. The yeah, Balzac, yeah, yeah. little Chinese, yeah, seamstress. And we sat down and then my friend realized that she didn't have her book. So she told me to hold her seat for her. She already sat here for like a good couple minutes. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'll hold it. She leaves. And like within two minutes, these two guys come over and they start to take the seat. I'm like, hey, someone's already sitting there. He's like, well, where are they? And like, they went to go get something out the room. He's like, huh, huh, you snooze, you lose. And, hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm so mad. If I were Daenerys Stormborn, the mother of dragons, the breaker of chains, I would have had Drogon Dracarys and burn him alive right there. Um, alas, I'm not. So. <laughs> I took a deep breath and let it go, but... I have a question. Is it okay to burn people alive if you're Daenerys, but it's not okay to burn people alive if you're anyone else? Uh, is that... illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's... She's like, if, if, then I would, but no, because Well, it's I just feel like... I then I have wrong. to go through the effort of, like, getting, you know, fire. A dragon? Like, okay, okay. Well, it's just... If, you, dragon, if you had a dragon on hand, would you burn him? I would just snap my fingers. <laughs> It'd be done. Drogon would have handled it, but... Yeah, and now every time I see him, he just reminds me of my, like, boss that I used to work for back home. He's a really sweet man, but I feel like that's who he was when he was younger, and he's just, like, slowly crumbling, but the the student, not the my boss. My gotcha. boss is healthy and living. Wonderful, <laughs> Mr. Farrell. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we talk a lot about sexual harassment on the show in, like, different contexts of campus. Mm-hmm. We've really only talked about sexual harassment coming from dining service workers, staff members, employees of the university, to students. I'm an employee at Wash U Rec, and I don't really – I haven't talked about this on the show really. I almost did in one episode, and then I cut it out because I was like, I don't want to be mean. But kind of a thing about my job at Wash U Rec is I just have to be sexually harassed by weird men, and, like, it's part of my job and it's part of my day. And so one happened last summer, this guy, and he goes – smile and I was like "Uh, what and he was like you just I always think like you would be so pretty if you smiled more and then I was like "Uh, what and then he goes I'm nauseous he goes it would be so fun to watch if you were on the floor (laughs) (laughs) and he's like you'd be so pretty if you smiled more and he goes I always look up here and I'm like she could be so pretty if she just smiled and then he goes are you angry? You always look so angry and I was like the desk while he's working out (laughs) apparently now he really does, because now we have a glaring fight, but we're getting to that. So then he's like, he's like, uh, you always, you, I just think you would be so pretty if you smiled more. And then I was, he goes, are you angry? Like, why are you angry? And I was like, I'm a little angry. And then he, like, walked away. And then he comes back up after, like, so this one girl who was working with me, she's like, I've never seen that happen in real life. Wasn't that, like, the first thing we all thought we were going to stop saying to people? Like, I'm so confused. Then this guy who I was working with was like, was that, like, a weird interaction? What was, is something weird about that? And I was like, I, what is, yes, that was weird. And he was like, I didn't even, like, think anything of that. Oh, wait, what? Mm. And then, like, two weeks later, I brought up something. It was like, that guy who, like, low-key sexually harassed me at my desk. And that guy who was working with me was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, told him the story. He goes, that happened? I don't even remember that. And I was like, you were right there and you made a comment about it. 
So anyway, this guy comes back up the stairs, and he goes, smile, I want to see your teeth, and then points to his mouth, and I put a forgot strike on his account. Because I think that people should be able to get strikes for things other than forgets. I love it. <laughs> I think that you should be able to get it. Anyway, so then uh, a couple weeks ago, he comes into the gym, and I haven't seen him in, like, a while. And he comes over, and he's smiling, and I glare at him, and I, like, look him down, and then he's, like, kind of gets uncomfortable, and then I, like, look at him, like, harder. Then he starts laughing at me, and he's, like, laughing really hard, and he's, like, okay, see you later. And then he walks away, and I'm, like, I just like that. So I give him another forgot strike. And now when he comes in, I just glare at him, and then he gets really uncomfortable and sad, and then he walks away. What happens away. with the forgot strikes? So once you get three, you're not allowed in the gym anymore. I love it. <laughs> so How one day you? he just won't be allowed in. Also, now he's a trainer at the gym, so we work together. It's really awkward. Uh, I don't like it. Anyway, two, like a, two weeks ago... A professor, a professor of this institution comes to my desk, walks through, like he walks through the turnstiles, I let him in. He turns around, taps me on my shoulder. I'm talking to my friend. He taps me on the shoulder and goes, shh, just bring it down. It's a lot. And I was like, gross. Like, what? I don't know you. You're 45. You do not get to come to my job. You do not get to touch my shoulder. You do not get to shush me. That's so condescending and rude. And then walk away as if, like, you were the victim of that situation. Like, you have headphones in. I see them. You have headphones in. You don't, you don't get anything from this. I've been harassed at this university by employees as a student, by students as an employee, and by a faculty member as a student employee. <laughs> All by men. That's what Horrible. I have to say. Also, the other day, a guy came in and told me I looked tired, and I went, thank you for letting me know. I've just woken up. <laughs> Speaking of headphones being in people's ear. <laughs> to my knowledge, that's like a universal signal for don't talk to me. Like, acknowledge that you see me, think about it, but don't stop me. I'm busy. So, you guys, I took the Greyhound. It's like, yeah. I took the Greyhound one time to go visit my sister in Tennessee. Oops. I told her where she lives. Um, and basically... <laughs> <laughs> They're really going to narrow it down. Yeah, yeah, it's a really big state. Um, so, I got on this bus, and originally I was sitting next to this really nice lady. She was chilling. She slept the whole time for, like, the first, um, the first two like two or three hours and when we finally got to another stop we were picking up more people she was like hun maybe you'll be able to get your own seat or whatever so you can stretch out and chill she was low-key kicking me out like she wanted both rows to her but I'm like I want one to myself too and I go find a seat and I sit in the window seat do not sit in the window seat if you are traveling alone on a greyhound take the aisle seat that way no one tries to sit next to you because this man sits next to me and it was all good until we start the like bus gets into gears and starts driving and he starts talking to me apparently he's a rapper whoa go figure <laughs> he has braids in his hair with beads on it it's like it's like a snoop dog that didn't make it and <laughs> i'm just sitting here like i'm trying to be a nice good person and like respect that this is another human but he keeps bugging me i've taken out two magazines I've taken out my headphones and put music in. I've even, like, sat there on my phone and, like, ignored him. He keeps talking to me. 
he's talking to me, trying to give me life advice like he's my dad now. But then also he's flirting with me when we get off the bus, trying to take me out to the movies, bugging me, talking about, well, you know, yeah, yeah, that new Avengers movie is out. It was Black Panther. This is around the time of Black Panther. Yeah, we should go see it. And I'm like, I'm playing him off. I'm like, yeah, let's go to the $5 movie. He's like, mm-hmm, that's my kind of thinking. Save money. And I'm just like, <laughs> sir, like, leave me alone. You are a good 46, maybe 36. 40? Six. <laughs> and he he literally showed me pictures of his son on the bus. His son. He's showing then he's trying to trash. This is when he really he really he effed up when he started talking to me. This is when he really messed up. He started talking bad about Drake. Oh, I had a feeling it was gonna be Kanye. Well, I was about to bet on Kanye. He said Close. that <laughs> Um Yeah, he really messed up when he said that Drake is not a real man because he didn't publicize his son being born on Instagram. Sir, maybe he didn't want to. Why are you on Adonis and Drake's behind? Why does it concern you what Adonis and Drake are doing? That is my concern and not yours. <laughs> I am just like, I'm outraged. And he keeps, he's playing music. And then this is me being the silly girl that I was. He takes the earplug. And you know how I am about people's things that aren't mine mm -hmm. touching me. He takes them and I flip it around my ear. So like it doesn't actually go into my ear. Right. But it wasn't really that good. And I was just very upset the whole ride. And I get home to my sister and I tell her that very man that you, like, greeted, like, goodbye. I called her. I got back home at this time. It was actually going the opposite way now that I think about it. I call her and I'm like, that very man that you were, like, saying hi, being friendly to, he literally bugged me the whole ride there. And it was annoying. Men are... The country is 55% women. Well established, as I will vouch for, and I think a lot of other people will say, not all women are like feminists. Not all women are like a part of the mm. resistance, whatever. The law in Alabama was written by a woman. But this country is 55% women. This country, our generation of children, of people, is upset about this law and is upset about this legislation. Yeah. And, you know, as dims, dim as it may be, you know, to think about, like, we are the future of this country because the older generations, the people who did pass this law, aren't going to be around when we are, okay, you're not going to kill them. Oh, I did. <laughs> That's that. what that means. I was saying, like, I was, like, ripping a zipper from under the neck. That's what I was doing. That's just not what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> so my point is... That this law was passed, it was written by an old white woman, but it was passed by a lot of old white men. And keyword, key like... They really wanted that... Yeah, like, if young people get their acts together, stop being anti-establishment little shits and stop doing the, I'm not going to vote because everyone sucks. You need sucks. to like, vote anyway because literally... Your one voice will inspire your friend's voice. Your friend's voice will inspire their cousin's voice. Their cousin's voice will inspire their cousin's best friend's cousin's voice. You need to use it. Like, period. Period, boo. That's all, period. Period, boo. Yes. No, but real talk because, like, uh, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I think it's, like, a good example of, like, this is a young... I love her. Young, love young her. woman who came, like, from not a lot. Like, she is kind of representation of what our generation is going to be and like she is 
really putting these men in their place. I sat place. there and watched her play mind games with them and yeah. made them realize And here's put- the thing. It's like, I was so annoyed by her when I used to see, like, the videos of her in meetings because if you look at them, like, she sounds like a kindergarten teacher because she's, like, that whole thing. There's, like, I'm a, I could be a bad guy and, like, I could be a bad guy and, like, we could do this and, like, it'd be pretty easy for me to be a bad guy. It's, like, blah, blah, blah. She sounds like a kindergarten teacher and then I think about it and I'm, like, she needs to be a kindergarten teacher because these, these are children. These are kindergartners. Suits <laughs> with books in their hands and pencils, and they probably don't even know how to read and write. They're just These signing are off on bills. Kindergartners. <laughs> I literally have seen so many interviews of like men being like, I, I, uh, I don't really uh, know a uh, lot about uh, abortion. Uh, uh, I, I, I think it's you know, murder's bad. Like that's not what anyone is like. It, it, she needs to be the kindergarten teacher that she is to relay any information. Imagine them all in onesies at their next meeting. They should all dress their age. <laughs> they need to start wearing onesies and, like, pink bunny slippers. And then they should also just, like, shave off their heads and go back to being baby bald. And so Some of them what are... I'll leave for, like, okay. just the beginning is <laughs> Bema Summer because Missouri's going to have no abortion clinics by Saturday. There won't be any here. And I saw an article in the New York Post that was people who were going to send their ki- their daughters to Wash U and decided not to because they feel unsafe bringing their daughters to Missouri. And it seems like the first episode of A Handmaid's Tale. Like That book is scary. It seems like the very beginning of the end. That is literally part of... If anything, Handmaid's Tale literally can <laughs> spiral into Game of Thrones. Like the whole... <laughs> The okay. Thing. It seems like that's where it's headed, and it's a it's a ball rolling down a mountain, and it's impossible to catch. But I'm saying that everybody, we have an election coming up. Please use so soon the power that you have, which is simply going to your nearest establishment to vote. And what I'm most scared of for this election is a similar thing to what happened in the last election. Which would be everyone fighting about, like, Hillary and Bernie and everyone fighting about that, that no one was acknowledging what was happening on the other side. Yeah. And then the people on the left who said, like, Bernie or bust, you know, I'm not going to vote if he's not the nominee. And then we got Trump. So there's a very likely possibility that our nominee is going to be Joe Biden. If it's Joe Biden, I think that he could beat Trump. I think he could. I think it's likely that Cory Booker will be our nominee. I think that... People like him a lot. And I think that what is dangerously likely is someone will be the nominee that people will say, I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden because he lied in the 80s or because he, you know, has been accused of a lot of sexual misconduct. I don't want people to say, I'm not going to vote for Cory Booker because Cory Booker was born into money and doesn't know what it's like to be a low-income black man like in America, even though he wants to advocate for people. Think about where we are right now. Yeah. Where we are right now, it is not a viable option to say it's going to – no matter who we you have – You can't say you don't care and then complain about it once some person gets elected that it's just going to get worse if you didn't do anything to stop it. Like in these past four years, like I'll say the world hasn't ended like I thought it was going to end in 2016. But I'll say that we've elected a rapist to our Supreme Court – We've elected a rapist to our presidency. Oval office. Our president. Our vice president is a man who took 
money out of education funding to put gay kids in electroconversion therapy. And our Supreme Court justice went into his hearing, screamed at everyone about how much he loved beer, and everyone still wanted to vote for him. Like, we are living in a zoo. You guys need to be informed. Stop. Yeah, yeah, go on Instagram, sure, go on Snapchat, go on Twitter. Twitter is so fascinating, I know. When you see those little ads on Twitter talking about the election, just click on it. Go find, stop reading fake news as well about the people that are possibly going to be on the ballot. You need to read something that's actually viable and true. So, like, I would recommend, like, NPR news. I love listening to them. They're very straightforward and nonchalant about what's happening. Um, what else? Like, New York Times. Yeah, and I would say also, like, watch the candidates actually speak. Exactly. Definitely watch, like, their rhetoric, the way they carry themselves. Like, even if Trump was saying things that I agreed with, I feel like I still would not be able to stand him because of, like, his whole demeanor of saying things. And I said this in the second debate, like, nothing that he actually said scared me anywhere near as much as, like, when he was just, like, wrong, wrong, wrong and would cut her off. Yeah. Like, that was the worst thing to me because that made me feel like we were going to this place of just not even going to listen to each other anymore. And, and you like, can't be president if you're not going to listen to other listen people's to opinions. You're exactly. not – being president of the United States does not mean your opinion is right all. You're not the end-all answer. This abortion law is not catering to women. It's catering to men. It's saying forget women, forget their bodies. We don't care about y'all. Or females, we'll say, because there are a lot of trans yeah, uh, yeah. women who females. need abortions as well. My bad. They're not caring about that at all. They don't care about reproductive systems. They just – children. Children. So basically what Spemo wants to say is to wash you students who are maybe – wash you female students who are maybe scared to come back to campus uh, because of the insane amount of laws that are being put on us and the fact that our legislators are still in practice, like, that put those laws in. Um, I would say that Sparkle and I do have this platform where we're, you know, talking about our views – but that doesn't mean that we're not still going to go vote. We have the opportunity to put people in office that are going to change this or are going to make it worse. And we can't do the latter because it will get oh so bad. Oh, so bad. So any of the men that we've just talked about shouldn't be president of the United States of America. Oh that's my It's that cents. Snoop Dogg ever, <laughs> that wannabe Snoop Dogg ever tried to run this country. Um, let's end on something happy, kind of related to um, young people and making their mark in the world. Do you want to tell the story? It's your yeah. favorite thing. Yeah. So Go in front of the mic, babe. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> something said in my earplugs. So you guys, if you haven't heard about it, um, the class of 2019 from Morehouse, their keynote speaker, um, he dedicated, he promised, and he's going to pay off. Robert Smith. All, Robert Smith. Pay off all student debt for the class of 2019 graduates and so it's about 400 yeah about 400 students yeah yeah hbcu hbcu yeah in morehouse um which is in atlanta yeah. and that's amazing just for a second think about it if you had to take out like student loans to go to WashU or any other school if you're listening from any other school or wherever like 
imagine interesting choice but welcome yeah (laughs) imagine sitting there like you're just excited that you're about to graduate you're done four years is over maybe you're going to grad school maybe you're not whatever but you're just like I get to be out of here and maybe part of you is like stressed out that I do have to pay off these student loans I have to get a job and cover this and this man just says I got y'all I'm gonna pay for it I'm gonna cover it I have that kind of money I have that kind of clout that kind of dough I have that power Instead of him coming up there with his money, his power, and just speaking to them, inspiring them, he literally says, I'm going to take some stress off of you and reward you for your hard work for the last four years. And, and it was, what, like $40 million? Is that what it was estimated yeah, it was, at? Yeah. 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 And what I loved about this was he sort of gave it to them on the contingency that they use, like, that money that they now get to save my dogs under the table, that mm-hmm. they use that money to, like, pay it forward and do something good. And I just think that's very, very beautiful. And I think that he is something that's um, really going to be helpful for all of us in terms of inspiring us. And I think that the impact of what he did is going to be something we're going to see for a very, very long time. Yeah. And, of course, people are going to try to find something negative to say about him. I was listening to the radio um, to Fred and Angie, B96. Shout out to you. Well, I don't know if they were saying this, but they repeated that someone else was talking about it. They were trying to talk bad about him because of, like, who he's married to. Leave this man alone. He's literally brought so much. He's literally taken away so much stress from different families. True. Everything. These students. So, congratulations to the class of 2019 at Morehouse and all colleges. Wash you. Congrats. And (laughs) we hope that you guys do something really, really spectacular and memorable with the amazing gift that Robert Smith has given you. Yeah. This is amazing. And we're so excited to see you go into the world. And to all of our Wash U students, you know... Happy hag, hags. Have a good, <laughs> have a great summer. Um, come back, please, 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 please vote. Yeah, please vote. And You're please hang in there. Vote. The Handmaid's Tale is not happening, at least right Game now. Game of Thrones is not happening, unfortunately. But that's it's okay. not a bad thing. It's okay. I don't get to be Daenerys. It's fine. All right, we'll see y'all. Gosha Guppy is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, and iTunes. Hit him with a real hard flex. Hit him with a hit him with a real hard flex. Booking boy bang his chest. I'm the motherfucking king of this set. They mad that I got this fall. Did a whole lot with one big song.